0: My name is kyle i am once again with danny and we are diving into to dawn of x we are almost done we're rounding out dawn of x actually which is exciting going into your favorite ten of swords coming up next danny are you excited yeah. <laughs> so i can hear
1: say ten of swords or swords of the tenth power or a sword divided by ten,
0: <laughs> yeah, Every ten you know with fucking the... episode yeah. i'm gonna kill myself
1: I feel like we're, like, dancing to the drum of this madness. I want to know who's
0: (laughs) pulling this, like, thing where it's, like... I feel like it's, like, a subtle, like, micro... What's the opposite of a microaggression? Like, a micro, like, uh, like, micro-virtual signal almost... An overabundant aggression. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but uh, it's just ridiculous. The like the the way they kind of drive that down your throats. The ten of swords, the powers of ten, and you know what you're doing. We see what you're doing.
1: Well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hoist the brand line. You gotta stick to the taglines and keep synergizing your product. It's it's called so. market synergy. Synergy. There's, there's a lot of topics and papers written on this concept sure. alone. I mean. It's it's done in politics. You see it mirrored all the time, but in marketing, it's even even more prevalent.
0: And this is no not just any synergy. This is the mouse doing its its unique brand of synergy. Ho ho, mouse, the mouse at it again. Ho ho, by myself. Ho ho. Oh man, but yeah. Before we dive into New Mutants, let's talk a little bit about what I am seeing in the news. And that is, uh, especially, I'm seeing Collider, Cinema Blend, Variety all reporting more or less the same story is that it seems that they plan on still releasing New Mutants in theaters August 28th. They have not budged, they have not wavered on this. When they asked uh, for a, if they wanted to make comments on it, they said yes, still happening. Weird. They've so we know they announced at Comic Con that they're gonna do the dual dual thing, right? They're gonna right. release it uh, digitally as well as in theaters. Which okay, cool. But the the fact that they're kind of like not budging on the theater release is interesting. What What's happening
1: specifically there? are right? they trying to aim for? Like nothing's open.
0: I assume like whole uh,
1: midwestern like, states uh, or, or like just people drive-ins who are so secluded are
0: that's oh shit drive-ins they
1: have had a big boom yeah that's, so that's true i have noticed a lot of uh ins
0: small market what are you gonna get like ten thousand dollars total out of a drive-in market i don't see that being a huge boom but if that's what they're going for when they say yeah we're not budging on this i imagine that's but what. that's very niche to. still like it's still that's, super niche
1: that's like how they were doing the release of The Room, but this is Disney we're talking about. This seems kind of
0: a weird move for them. Less than 1% of all cinema profits, I imagine. Maybe 1%. I don't see it being more than 2, though.
1: Do you think this is just some sort of stance that Disney takes, that they they just want to be hardline with their release dates, that they're just sticking to them regardless, even if like, logic pushes back against that? <laughs>
0: It's fascinating okay. to watch these people do this because we saw Warner Brothers do it with Tenet for a while, right? They were they were kind of hardlined with Tenet really until the end. And then now they're just pushing that back like crazy. And the crazy thing about Tenet is that uh, because the rest of the world has their shit together, um, they're about to, you know, open the world, you know, they're about to open up because their their numbers are low, so their theaters are opening up, so tenants opening up. Uh, internationally before it opens up domestically, which is hilarious.
1: That is pretty funny. It, it seems like the, the market that Hollywood is trying to use is now shifting to an international scale. It was already shifting towards China, but now it's like even more prevalent now.
0: It's pretty much I mean they're 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 good they're taking it and it's 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 no longer they're no longer masking show business under the guise of art anymore this is straight up a full-on product you are selling a a product now and they're not hiding this there's no shame in it anymore and that's how you could tell because there's a little bit of shame when you're like because the, when it comes to like at least show business, they they had kind of like a little bit. I don't like. I don't want to give them too much credit, but they 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 were like some you know the foundation of somewhat of culture over the least the last hundred years you could say to a certain extent, right?
1: That's true. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Right, pretty accurate.
0: And they they could have done this like a lot for for forever. They could have like marketed two different demographics, but now we're seeing this shift. To, like they're just like. Fuck it, we'll just make shit for international markets now. Because why sell to this audience? Which is interesting, because, because man, what do if we don't have movies? What do what do Americans make anymore?
1: Or or even more so, a generalization of movies that's just yeah. kind of, a globalization. of aspects very much in the form of eroding out. Uh, key details to not only culture but just individualized preferences you get a mass market that's focusing on globalization and just trying to modulize the audience you're going to get mediocrity it really is going to be that end. you need that variety that creates that interest and that push of different narratives and perspectives you're going to mute that heavily if you keep pushing towards that master audience but you know hey that's not that's not something they're concerned about unless it doesn't make them money (laughs) they'll beat that dead horse until it it stops coughing out money and that's how that (laughs) goes yeah yeah definitely that's why i'm just like what is happening with new mutants how is this still even a thing sometimes when I i hear them like say like oh no we're still gonna release this i'm like okay obviously it's not happening here so they're just focusing on the global audience and really that they just want to release it for the sake of releasing it now even though fuck it just do it digital it would be much better do, do it in some way where you charge a small amount that you someone would probably pay for a movie ticket and boom you make mm-hmm. money off of it there's your distribution you get your money back everything's fine everyone's happy yeah. and people can enjoy it in their own leisure they don't have to be like oh we got to make it or hey there's kids loud or what is this like popcorn or semen on the ground like i mean it's what's the point right. What's the point? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's such madness. Like hidden under the guise of art, and that's yeah. why a lot of, I rail against a lot of these narratives and politics that come out of these like issues because it's all marketing. It's not. It's not art. It's artists can be political, but yeah. when you're you're just trying to make a cold item to sell, you don't care if it's political or not. You'll just make it appear as political as you need to get that audience.
0: It does suck when you like can see behind the curtain see behind the facade and you see this very, I wouldn't say delusional, but somewhat romanticized individual who just loves it. And like, what do you do? You shatter their world of like love and, and delusional, almost delusional love for a product to tell them the truth. Or do you, what is, what is the, what is the right thing in that situation?
1: Well, you could almost scale that back to a larger scale and, and put it on a populace that maybe turned a blind eye to certain actions of the, the greater half of the epo- of Ooh, the populace. Yeah. I mean, do I want to give that individual a pass just because they found peace and joy in that art, even though it was right. it was a misleading situation? To that, I'd say go watch The Matrix, and you decide. That's the best I, can say. If you, I, I can't put into words... In, in a sentence that would probably convey it as well as just watching a movie like that would probably do in a grander, more impactful way.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: And a lot of people, you know what? They end up being the one that's like, I'll fucking tell them to shove the pill. I'll I'll stay in. I don't want to, I don't want to know. And that's yeah. fair. It ignites his bliss, and if it makes them blissful, then there's anything, even if I'm right, no argument I can make could pull them out of that. Never. So I leave them. It's just another unfortunate thing that happens on, in the sea of unfortunate uh, unfortunate marketing that goes on at Disney and, and really just the
0: bottom line at Marvel. It's weird. It's weird when people fall in love with the marketing of things. Because that's where we're at, especially with, like, we talked about comics, especially with Marvel comics. It seems like a lot of what we're seeing out of Marvel comics is just marketing for their other uh, markets. If you noticed, like, a
1: real degradation in the, I guess, the quality of uh, just fan-based goods over the last, like, 10 years?
0: Oh, Great, like, so... Like, uh,
1: like pop figures, like you know what I'm saying? like Yes.
0: Oh, oh what's shit. that about? Homogenization, <laughs> oh shit. So I was talking, uh, I had a podcast on my other podcast, the One True call Podcast. Um... Oh, okay. with a friend uh you've I've talked to him uh my friend ryan he uh he has his podcast the geek side podcast and uh yeah. we had a huge conversation about the state of fandom in 2020 and i told him my perspective because he's on the younger side he's only been doing the con stuff for uh, a little bit of years i've told him perspective from like decades and how like Think about like 2005, 2006 when we went to Comic Con for the first time. And we saw, what did we see? We saw such a competition, a competitive market in indie comics, especially during that scene because web comics specifically was huge. So we saw a huge boom in web comics not just web comics but I'm just using that as an example huge yeah. boom in web comics but saw a huge indie comic scene and over time what happened is those indie comic uh writers authors artists uh started selling goods starting selling wares to start making money because the comic itself doesn't make money you could tr- start selling ads on your website but it just doesn't do too well so they started selling products to supplement their income come like 2012 2014 people got wise and they said why make a web comic i'll just skip it and just sell products and over time it started evolving into i'll start selling this products over like fan content and fan culture and it's become like memes over memes over memes and now all you see when you walk down artist alley is 50 different people doing their own interpretation of Go. <laughs> and that's where we're at. That is where we are at in culture, and that is where the like artisanal. Oh,
1: artist that's unfortunate, like, that right? Original style. Originally did, it? Dial. did it. dial. Well, yeah, because they take that medium and then they repropagate it in like a different form, and they're like, hey, buy this version of what you like already. We're just reproducing it. It used to be you go in there and the and like even the figurines and the and the just the unique. Costume designs and, and and models were all really well crafted and really detailed and unique, in a way where you walk away from it not getting something you just went on Amazon and bought. Now it's the majority of the show you can just buy it all on the internet. Like why are you even going to Comic Con to buy that exactly. stuff? Like, why you go to
0: Comic-Con to buy fucking pop figures? Like, what the fuck is
1: wrong with you? It's
0: weird. <laughs> like, what's, like, the fact that that's become, like, an exclusive, like, market. Because there are, like, exclusives. Like, Comic-Con has exclusive pop. Certain venues have exclusive but You can still pops. get them online. Because people resell you them. You could right? resell them, right? Yeah. They're the, the, market. Market. They're
1: selling the The Comic-Con swag now. Like, that's how conglomerized and marketed it's become. There's an industry that it popped up at a second-hand redistribution of limited figurines and collectibles from comic-con like what the fuck
0: man i sold uh because my 2019 was pretty uh rocky and i sold my 2009 and 2000 through 2010 uh comic-con pens because they sold like they gave pens out during those years i sold that for like a 100 bucks because someone would was willing to buy it Someone was willing to buy like five pens for a hundred bucks. Jesus. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. I do get it.
1: They're wish... chasing the money and that's how the free market works. I understand. No, that is, but then that's, that's what, that's the crux of what we've been talking about here is that that's it, the art has now been co-opted by the meat, the market. Yep. And that's just, that's just sad because then everything becomes hollow
0: and shallow and transparent and
1: mediocre and rudimentary and repetitive
0: exactly and that's where we're at we got stale art stale art nothing's moving industry shit i I, I can't
1: even even bring that up yet i mean that's a perfect example all modern music is is all relatively the same it's all trying to pull towards each other because what most studio companies want to do is not gamble they want to go with the safe bet and the safe bet is what is already sold let's try to sell it again how many times can we resell it over and over again, the Bo Burnham song repeat stuff like he's he's got it down to a T. Like it yep. just repeats stuff, same words, same four chords over and over again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, it's it's sad. It's a sad place that we're at.
1: No, it's great because it'll devour itself. It just seems like that's what's happening with most things now. They're all just they're. It's almost like a form of of economical Darwinism. Or I don't know. I that's, don't
0: really. Like, I like that economical Darwinism. You're not wrong. I hope so. I hope so. We're seeing that in a lot of industries. Uh, definitely, when you kind of live off of like the you know a relatively a market that's not a necessity of a necessity you know um and you kind of uh live there for too long without realizing the instability of it all yeah yeah it's gonna come crashing down it's gonna burn and i have no sympathy whatsoever for that
1: that's fair because most of the time it's pretty obvious that, that that's coming and a lot of people usually say like hey we need adapter you know we'll get thrown to the wayside and most companies resist that because they're like no if we gamble that's change we might not make as much money we have to keep trying to do the same thing until it doesn't work anymore and mm-hmm. even though it starts to fail at the end it's not 100 dead and they usually don't see the results of it not working until it's too late it's like the problems coming with our economy like we don't know what the effects are going to be from a lot of this pushback that you're getting mm-hmm. and the, the mass unemployment and the mass job loss and closure of different organizations and companies, but that shit will show itself soon enough. You just wait. When we at least expect it, everyone's going to be caught by surprise.
0: hmm Yeah, it is true. Things are going to get far worse than what they are now. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. It's going to be frightening. Is a little exciting. And what does
1: that mean for the 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 comics industry in general? Because you you showed me something that contrasted what's going on here. Yes, and that's those multiple release issues compared to uh, extinction agenda
0: exactly yeah if you want to know
1: what my first thought was this is how fucked up everything is and this illustrates it even better i instantly thought that they were running an extinction agenda event again and that that was the parallel release and i was like are you kidding me we have to read all this <laughs> is this happening like right now but that seemed more believable than the contrast of it being the original one mm-hmm. i'm almost ready for that kind of fear condition for it and seeing that they're just shooting so many out you already brought up the idea that they're just trying to see what they can get off before the ship sinks yeah
0: and that's what i'm afraid of that's what i'm afraid of they're just pushing out as much as they can they have the overhead and the runway for a certain amount of time so why not just pump out what you can and see what we could get until then and uh, that seems to be the strategy. Everything seems nebulous. It seems like it could all go away at any moment. Doesn't it?
1: It does. It does really feel like that. I mean, I've already seen a lot of stores, even locally, like close their doors and mm-hmm. stop selling comics, stop selling games. A lot of uh, GameStops started closing. Could all just change to something different. Maybe it gets watered down to something more simplistic or maybe it just fades into a different medium entirely. They just switch over. Like I said, uh, for a while now with DC, I feel like eventually they're going to be all digital distribution with just their animation, their movies. and They won't even have physical comics. Maybe not even fucking comics at all. Think about that. DC is pretty much ramping <laughs> up towards being fucking defunct yeah. with their comic sector and their media sector is pretty much the only arm that's profitable because yeah. they're a subsidiary of Warner Brothers. Is that how it all works? It all works together. is one, what's making us money? Comics aren't making us money. Comics are gone. So that's why it all seems like it could go away quickly because yeah. th- these things are important in the sense of art. They're important in the sense of cost feasibility. And if you can't prop it up with that anymore, it, it will fall and go away. And that's and everyone will just they'll, they'll be like that sucks, but then they'll roll with it because they'll be like, Oh, but there's the new Avengers movie, so it's Avengers yep. movie. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta
0: watch that new Avengers movie, man. Eternal's coming out, man. Kumail, look at those abs. Look at those abs. Uh, I don't know, man. It seems like it's all grim. I have nothing positive, ultimately, to say. Besides, like, we're going to get, like, a handful of writers and artists that are going to stick around. And they're going to transition into, like, some weird print publication marketing department uh, position. That kind of is like a comic, but kind of is like an advertisement. (laughs)
1: That that would be definitely foreseeable, almost painfully foreseeable.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's where we're kind of at. These comics feel like advertisements; they don't feel like comics anymore.
1: Like what what would you what would you say you would want out of not just Marvel, but what would, what would you say you want out of X Men right now? Like, what would be a, a nice way for this to go down, and you feel fulfilled? <laughs>
0: They are ultimately, there's so much, right? I could talk about the whole virtue signaling. I could talk about their whole like political agenda. I could talk about all that. I'm not. What they could do is tell their six issue arc in one issue. That's what they need that to do. That would be
1: nice. That would give you a lot of peace if they could, like, even if the comic industry collapses, at least, you know, like, at the end of the day, they're like, they got that down finally. <laughs> yes, exactly. That goes into the night. It's like, you know what? Let's have our cheers moment. I'll turn off the light. <laughs>
0: because ultimately, because you got to recognize this market. It's small. It's small. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to scale it. And it's never going to scale. So ultimately, what I think they need to do is have one or two really cool X Men books and make those X Men books really, really, really. Awesome, and then you have like the movies and the the comic, or not the comics and the and the cartoons and the stickers and the and the awesome clothing and the branding and all that that branding. supplements all the money that you're trying to get from the comics. That obviously isn't going to come. It's going to come from other markets. Honestly, why don't you become a clothing brand, an awesome design clothing brand? That alone would uh, make you somewhat relevant and marketable. At this you say,
1: you say Marvel should get out of the comics game and jump into the fashion industry?
0: A little bit. A little bit. They, Honestly, they yeah. failed.
1: Seen that stuff. I don't know. People people like those like Christmas shirts. I think, yeah, like things
0: (laughs) like that. So that's what I'm talking about. I think they failed at those markets. Like those are other companies coming in, like the ripped apparel and all that. Those were other companies coming in to fill a market. They had an opportunity to do that themselves and they didn't. So this is where like this is where you give Teeny Howard an awesome like paycheck, is not from telling these stories, but like she makes an awesome t-shirt. And fucking you get Rihanna to fucking wear that T-shirt and she tweets wearing that T-shirt and you sell millions and millions and millions of those shirts. And I think that's a great route to go. Fucking Rihanna wearing a Psylocke shirt. Hell yeah. That's so a great All you're highlighting track.
1: here is that the fact that they're trying to utilize this medium to aggressively make money and it's it's just a waste of time because they could just do it in that medium yeah because the uh, of what, yeah. They're, what they're trying to accomplish i can yeah. see that because it's a wasted time that's what that is it becomes this is a wasted time to do that type of marketing in the comic books but if you shift over fashion, like you said then that that appeals to that so, so I, agree, I think you
0: would i think you need to bring the light novel too To offset this, because you're going to like lose a lot of fans that are like, man, I want that Hickman story. You know, I want that awesome Hickman story. Uh, Bring in the light novel. Have Hickman write like a hundred page, like something super small. You don't want him to write like a 200, 300 actual, like giant uh, published uh, novel. Give it like super tiny.
1: You don't want Hickman, Stephen King's version of of
0: X Men, (laughs) like 50 to 80 page story. Series. Yeah,
1: like it's a light novel that'd be great yeah. honestly that's all i really want from all of this x-men run is that i want at least this to end at some point with hickman finishing up the story he's trying to tell mm-hmm. and i want to culminate in a way that kind of feels akin to what he did with shield or fantastic four yeah and i want to walk away at that point and then just accept that all right whoever else comes in may be good but at this point i won't be upset because at least we got closure with what hickman started that brought me back that brought me back into the x-men fold made exactly, me like it.
0: exactly exactly
1: that uses utilizes his storytelling knowledge in the frame building that he's put here and actually caps that off and then afterwards i don't care and afterwards, <laughs> do terrible great good bad was- at least give me the closure because then i can go to bed at night going like at least they didn't leave me hanging with nothing because it's happened so many times in comics especially it's with Marvel.
0: Happened. Oh, oh.
1: cliffhangers don't get started on cliffhangers what happened to the century being a horseman of death? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. Explain that to me, Marvel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Speaking of what happened to that fucking
0: horse of death,
1: <laughs> we'll bring it full circle. In, in Excalibur, uh, what happened to the death horse?
0: <laughs> fucking, yeah, I was calling to a death horse. <laughs> Let me know.
1: Um, That's. that's i just want closure this just kind of how like you said in the same way and you just want it tied off you want it complete you want it a a coherent narration and and a, a nice closure to a story and moved on from there because think about it some of these stories the people they're trying to market to they don't have that kind of attention span to read a story that spans over so many so many issues so you kind of have to Keep moving it, issue to issue if you really want to keep that group and still kind of have that kind of narrative and, and kind of market building. Because if you don't, it's just going to seem like you're trying to market either in the wrong medium or to the wrong group of
0: people, and you're not going to win anyone.
1: <laughs> it all is just a waste of time. that is it's just masturbatory.
0: It is. It is. It really is. That's all you're doing. When you placate to the numbers so much, you're just filling out... Uh, you're just kind of filling in like... The spaces, but you're not really giving us the 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 meat, the crux of everything. Yeah. Like what sometimes you, you
1: tell how they're mar- like you're like, oh, okay, they're they're totally marketing to this group of people, but that's not gonna work for them. They're marketing to them wrong. <laughs> so why are they trying to market those? People? There's so many of those those moments of just confusion and hypocrisy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm I'm hoping we can at least get past that long enough <sighs> to put a on this and then we can go into the sunset happy and then later on be reading like shit afterwards and be like remember when Hickman used to so right wow. <laughs> yeah
0: we'll and see Brisson? I don't know. <laughs> we got Brisson. We get Brisson, folks, but that's a good segue if I've seen one. Let's dive into New Mutants issue number nine. We get Ed Brisson. We got, uh, is it Flaviano? Yeah, it's yep. Flaviano back back at it. And we got uh, Carlos Lopez doing the inks, which I think I like Carlos Lopez the most because the colors and the like the paint job stands out the most throughout this issue, I think. Because, because personally, Flaviano, I don't know this 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 style, especially with Mondo and uh, Chambers specifically. Those two characters, they really like.
1: You read my mind here,
0: <laughs> man. I stared at those characters. They they like. I remember them like not not a good memory it's but they they were they're, they're in there they're in the brains no, i did not no, like those i did not wait, like those
1: can you notice danny moonstar's face
0: mm, okay
1: point, you will notice pay attention to her face when you see it and you'll notice it right away it's <laughs> <your> cheekbones <laughs> specifically but there's some moments when when it gets a little more uh Experimental and and ridiculous into what the scene is uh, portraying, and that's what mm-hmm. I think Flaviano really shines. But yes, agree. The more anatomically correct people and the more design appropriate stuff, it's it's rough. It's rough. Yes, agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree one hundred percent that the inking is is really nice.
0: Like the uh cover, I actually like the cover.
1: Oh, the cover is entirely iconic uh, or throwback to old mutants, yeah. old new mutants. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, I dig it. I dig it, for sure. And yeah, it's uh, Brisson and Flaviano did the artwork, which is cool. I always like when the actual artist and writer does the... Or the artist and inker does the actual cover as well, instead of getting a second artist in the mix.
1: Didn't they use Rod Reyes in this one for the cover artist?
0: Um, I don't think so, not for this one. Oh, it is Red Reyes, actually. My bad. It is Red Reyes for so the cover art. I did not see that. I thought it, I thought it so ignore everything I just said. Uh,
1: we'll play.
0: Yeah. Everything I said doesn't matter anymore. And let's move on from here. You ready to get into this? You ready for this? Let's go to Russia. Let's go to Russia. Yeah. Russia. Carnelia. Carnel- Carnelia? Yeah, Carnelia. Um, and I don't know, I don't speak Russian, but I'm going to have to say that this sign says no mutants. Do you think it says no humans or no mutants?
1: I almost want to say no trespassing, but Just no trespassing. at the same time, maybe it could be that the Russians are so anti-mutant and it's like tied to their militarized nationalism. Yes. So it's a real strange thing, but it could be, could be. That's interesting though. If you yeah. notice the footprints on the side and how weird they mm-hmm. they kind of appear, like a, there's like tendrils coming out. <laughs> a little bit, yeah,
0: that's strange. But uh, yeah, we get a uh, we get these like footprints and tendrils leading up to a a hole, a hole, and sewage, it's like sewage a drain. 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 Yeah, yeah, kind of a sewage drain. And we get a, like I someone. We hear a someone kind of just. Uh, Saying "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to" over and over again, kind of in the fetal position, panicking, and we got this kind of shrouded, looming cloud of um, craziness kind of happening around them. Not sure what's happening. Yeah, very reality, definitely (laughs) Lovecraftian, definitely for sure, for sure. But I like, I like the uh, the backlight on the head of the character. It looks very. baby like very fetus iconography going on here
1: yes yes i didn't notice that that is definitely like a child being grown in a womb Mm -hmm. especially how the art swirls around and creates that kind of barrier what is going on with that creature in the background though is that a bird
0: (laughs) right it's like a giant toucan thing
1: yeah with a crazy like some jowls (laughs) no no feet interesting Uh, very strange, almost something out of like a Miyazaki movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, uh.
0: But yeah, something's going down. Something's going down in, in Russia. That
1: storm drain. There's something going on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Um, but we cut to uh, a map of uh, Eastern Europe. And uh, yeah, a lot of the Eastern Bloc, and it shows where Cornelia is in between Slovakia and Ukraine, uh, um, Republic of Carnelia. What do got? <laughs> three, three million people. Or three capital, mil. Three mil. Uh, we get yeah. capital city. pershi Peršimisto. Pershi Peršimisto. Yeah. 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 I'm um, going yeah. Government, parliament, democracy, former satellite of the USSR, major languages, Russian, Ukrainian, English, major resources, machinery, electronics, gas, coal, iron, ore, copper, lead, zinc, nickel, gold, and silver. Um oh, must be a gas. Oh. Yeah. Um <laughs> and it just essentially says yeah, they were a former uh Satellite of the USSR became independent uh, after the dissolution of the Soviet Union in 91. Um, they, tip, Although they typically enjoy peace ter, peaceful relations with the Western world, recent attacks on the parliament, which left 129 representatives and aides dead, has caused them to withdraw from the world stage. Carnelia does not recognize Kirkoa as a sovereign nation. So I wonder what they say. Do they just like ignore it when you when you ask yeah. them? You're like,
1: uh-uh, hey. you are like uh you do not
0: care. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 on a floating island that doesn't exist in the middle of the ocean.
1: Yeah, yes. <laughs> I was like when people don't acknowledge someone as a sovereign nation. right? Like, well they don't just go away.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're still there. <laughs> it's not you beat them. <laughs> like, do you think they're invisible? Yeah, <laughs> it's a very, it's a very uh, laissez-faire approach. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's a weird approach. Uh, but yeah, let's cut to the that title page. Another chance. The mutination of Krakoa is like paradise for its citizens, but the world is still a dangerous place to be a mutant. And that is true when you kind of blindly go in and try to do a mission and get everyone killed. Yeah. Right?
1: But I mean that's never really stopped them, so.
0: <laughs> True. True. They never might be ready right
1: to do that again right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? But we cut to Cocoa, the Academus habitats and the sextant. And uh we're just seeing everyone kind of hang out. It seems like the group has gotten back together right we got a team and b team back uh and they're kind of uh we get some people like happy to be back we got like karma's like yo man i love this earth water fuck that space water it tastes like fungus we got some people see- a little bit uh insecure about like not getting to go to space um yeah but we got a Who little was better
1: about mondo getting to go because she understands right?
0: that Mondo's garbage. Yeah.
1: You know, I do think that Boom Boom is new to new mutants A team and Mondo is one hundred percent new mutants B team.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and she mentions that and she's just like, What the fuck? You get took chamber and Mondo, they're not even part of the team. And they're just pretty much like, Yeah, they kind of are now, I guess. And she's bitter. She's not having it. She's 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 aggro. Um I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I get I get her. I get where she's coming from. Uh, she's just like, I had to carry this B-team this whole time while you were gone. And the whole, even with them, I, I ended up murdering half half the people. It's, uh, it's a tough life. It's a tough life to live as a mutant. I get it. I get it. I get it. Just drink more alcohol, boom, boom. Get on that whiskey train.
1: Seems to be taking light, that's uh, issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why is it? Yeah, and uh, we get, uh, after 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 her annoyance, we kind of get uh, Chamber and uh, Magma and Danny Moonstar coming in. We get uh, Danny and uh, Magma greeting each other, doing a little bit of small talk. How's everything doing? We, get, uh, ch- we got uh, Chamber kind of looking off to this. What do you think? Look at this Chamber design. Speaking of Chamber design, boy, look at this guy. This uh- 30-year-old man. <laughs> hair is like alive (laughs) right
1: and his skin is like pastier it's weird he's changed a lot from the previous issues
0: it's It's very strange that these artists like I get that they want to do a different style but like it seems like they're aging the characters differently and each issue feels like they're a different age
1: Chamber looks like he's at least 50 right (laughs) (laughs) Which I think he technically is. I don't know. <laughs> he might be.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Did they bring <laughs> back Young Chamber or did they age him or?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a mess. It is. It, it is. Um, but yeah, they they kind of catch up, and uh, she's just all like, "I gotta go." Magma. Magma's like, "I gotta go. I gotta go on a mission and whatnot," and. Uh, She's just like, you should, you should, come. Just she, she, yeah, she invites him, right? She's like, you you got to get on this mission with me if you're not jet-lagged.
1: Chamber's blown away because, I guess, she typically doesn't interact with him. So yeah. he's all taken aback.
0: He's like, she's, she's got interested. a face for her, too. So he's like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah.
1: She me. <laughs> I'm real. She could see me.
0: Oh. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He obsesses over this. He's like, I'm, I'm right here. He's like, yeah. he's like, she's, she's like, like I, you can just deal with this later. I'm yeah. out of here. <laughs> yeah, she bounces. She's She's not having it at all. Um, but we cut to uh, with magic and uh, Cyclops. And the blue area of the moon, the summer house, which I don't, I, I don't want to go there. It's too awkward. You're going to see Logan in a robe. And and it's clearly obvious that he just came. Like, he smiles. He even says it sometimes. He'll walk by you <laughs> and say, I came. And he'll take <laughs> yeah. t- you on the shoulder. He'll pat you on the back. <laughs> and i will walk away. I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> that's why I never come here. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Jesus,
1: man. Logan's out again. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, but they're on the blue area in the moon and they're walking and, uh, Cyclops kind of, uh, doing a standing walking, uh, meeting with magic and he's just all like, you know, we got some stuff. We got stuff here. Why'd you, and then she's, she's, he's, he's kind of like playing it softly and she's, she's to like, cut the shit. Why'd you, why'd you bring me here? More or less. And like,
1: uh, I want to talk to you about your arm. It's been growing, and now it's like freakishly huge.
0: Fucking huge!
1: We right? need to talk about it. <laughs> I think you have a tumor.
0: Yeah, you might want to get that check in an MRI, or get a get a human, or get a mutant to uh, check it. That house the power
1: healer to see if you can look at that because that growth is a beast. What's going on there? Why? Is, why is the arm drawn so disproportionately? I mean, it's don't all get it. Bulkier, but it's never been that bad.
0: No, She's it's, way taller than she normally is drawn, too. Did you notice that? She's almost the same height as Cyclops.
1: It's almost drawn as if she could be the exact same height as Cyclops, if not yeah. almost taller. Yeah. It's hard to tell. It almost yeah. looks like her clothes shrank on her, too. <laughs> A
0: little awkward. A little awkward. <laughs> this is strange. why I'm not digging Flaviano. Yeah. He's one of her... One of his... Uh, we get points, uh, but he's uh, she's like, cut the shit. Cyclops is like, You've, uh, you're you're captain. I'm a captain. We're captains, you know. And he's just like, you know, how are things going on the sexton? I got concerns and blah. And I small talking her again, and he's and then she notices it. He's like, yo, Cyclops, stop beating around the bush. I came here, fucking. I think I just stepped in something sticky. I'm pretty sure it's Wolverine's jizz. I want to leave. Tell me. <laughs> why i'm here
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> a,
0: yeah she's she wants to out and uh she's like the, the council's aware of the situation in nebraska right and yeah. uh and more or less he's he's concerned about how it played out which is interesting he's uh He's concerned about how it played out, but how it played out didn't involve any mutants killing humans. And magic kind of points that out too. She's like, "Yo, this is how it went down. Certainly, it wasn't the greatest situation. Sure, we fucked up. Sure, we did everything bad. Sure, everyone did everything the worst they could have done. Sure, we brought glob. Sure, we had beak <laughs> on there. Fucking beak exists. Let's sure <laughs> let's talk about beak existing. Sure, like this is, we could go on. I don't want to keep going on, and she keeps going on and on. But but. Mutants didn't kill humans. Mutants didn't kill humans. Now,
1: let's them off off one dude off those other guys of his own fruition. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry, but maybe it'll happen again. I don't know. I'm out of here. And then she leaves.
0: <laughs> she bounces. Yeah. She's like, well, it's been noted. So you guys seem to get it. It's, it's in the books. It's in the books. All right, cool. I'm out.
1: <laughs> yeah. He didn't really seem to have much. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) She's like, I need to get out of here. It's way too human. I don't know where this musk is coming from. Gone. Gone. I think I
1: just heard Wolverine's door open. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But we cut to. uh, To Russia? Yeah, back to Russia, Cornelia. And we get a guy, Dimitri, of course his name is Dimitri, right? And um, they're kind of uh, shooting the shit. And they kind of walk into this uh, what would you say this is, a hangar? Is this a hangar? Small hangar? Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. It looks like a hangar. It could be like a hangar, a storage shed almost. Oh, you know what? From the top angle, definitely looks like a hangar.
0: Yeah. But they kind of walk in. And uh, they run into what looks like uh, the thing we saw at the opening of this book. And some type of warlock mutant creature that is distorting reality and shrouded in darkness all around them with craziness. We get eyeballs. A lot of eyeballs in this this picture. What do you think of this?
1: I don't think that's
0: the mutant.
1: I think that's oh, no, the, that's the uh, soldier that
0: went so, in to go yeah.
1: investigate. Yes, he got like corrupted into some sort of Cronenberg-like creature. It's
0: a Cronen thing, yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah, I do like the design. I think that's the one of the better uh, designs in the entire issue, especially because it spreads out with those eyeballs coming down and protruding. It's great Mm -hmm. in how just it covers the whole part of the roof like that. Yeah, (laughs) very boating. Uh, or foreboding voting, I enjoy that. I enjoy it. The, There's good artwork in this when it comes to the more infantilized stuff, but yes, yeah, when you get to the people, it looks weird. Yeah, you get some moments. Yeah, look um, literally the next panel, like, look at Danny's face.
0: Ooh, is that the one you're talking about? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Look Okay. That face. <laughs> oh man, Cheap those cheekbones. <laughs> those are those cheekbones. Is, would be painful if those existed in real life. <laughs> They're so pointy. <laughs> so pointy. You can stab someone with a sheepong.
1: Yeah, she head just like slap you with
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was funny. Um but we cut back to Kokoa, right? And we got the we got the uh new mutants team. They're going off on that mission that boom boom or not boom boom. Uh was it boom boom? Boom boom was talking about. Let's
1: be correct. This, at best, I would say, is a new Mutants B team. B team.
0: Sorry, sorry. There's, the,
1: there's no Cannonball. There's no Sunspot. Like, how is this even remote?
0: <laughs> good point. There's all... not even
1: here. I would say even Doug was. Bring... Oh, he shows up later, I guess. He
0: shows up later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good point. Good point. We don't got. We do We don't got Sunspot. We don't got them. They're all on. Uh, they're all in Shiar space at the moment. We'll see what happens to them.
1: He's playing Slumlord.
0: Slumlord. Slim loading it up. So, uh, yeah. They're walking. They're heading out to the mission. They're taking the pack rat, too. As Boom Boom mentions. And she mentions that it was liberated with quotations. I'm, I'm using air quotes. Liberated from uh, old man cable. Just fucked uh, up. She's just, she's just like, check it out, man. Fucking old man cable shit. He's not gonna notice. You know why? You know why? Hey, hey, hey. You know why? He's fucking dead. That's why.
1: Oh, yeah, we all forgot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Boom Boom's just so like, I'm sorry, I'm in pain because of my cheekbones. I'm not even paying attention. Or not Boom I'm uh, fucking Moonstar. And yeah,
1: Moonstar, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they bad there, too. It's funny. <laughs> I don't know. The top one looks a little better, but then it looks like she age, ages. Like, look at the woman in the panel above her. They go to the panel below her. That's two different people. Yes. <laughs> She's like, yes. she gained like at least 30 years in those panels. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ugly, I'm in agony
0: look at me <laughs> uh, oh, it's ridiculous but, uh, to be pretty cavalier about the fact
1: that Cable's dead I, I'm I'm going right? to have to go back and dive into that and find out more because I would assume people like Hope and other members who, like Domino were, were always really close with Cable would kind of have gripes with that like, even the young Cable being Cable they'd still be like well you killed the Cable we know and we understand how alternate timelines work, so we wouldn't just assume you're the same cable. We probably think you're evil. Right. But, you know. but old cable doesn't market well, so. <laughs> so unfortunate. Are
0: they hey, going to call them Cable
1: Classic? When we bring it back, let's call them Cable Classic. <laughs> Double C. Oh, man. If it worked for Coke, it'll work for Disney.
0: Let's see it. But uh, we get a boom, Magma. Magma's saying, pretty much uh, expositing what's happening. They're going to Carnelia uh, and whatnot that doesn't recognize them, and they're going to try to find a person who, uh, you know, needs their help. And Danny Moon starts this all like, quiet council, okay with this? You know, this is fucking. Uh, Uncharted territory, you know, space we shouldn't go in. Are we going to, are we Nebraska it again? Is that what's happening?
1: Yep. And they're like, yeah, we totally are, which is yep. this little bit of jargon that just it. And I'm like thinking, okay, there's a mutant behind a territory that is not allowing them to leave or lo- recognizing the sovereignty of Krakoa. What did they normally do here? Marauders. That's kind of been the Marauders thing. Yes, exactly. And now they're shifting it over to New Mutants B team? Like, what are they trying to sabotage Marauders and New Mutants at the same time? Like, what the fuck is happening here? You set up the premise of what these teams do, let them fucking do
0: it. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's that's how rule building works. You put the premise, let it play out. (laughs) But now, tread on everyone's toes, apparently, is the move. Um, which is unfortunate because that's what's happening. We're Nebrasking it up again. we're 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 fucking up, we're fucking up uh, sovereign sovereign nations uh, agreements, treaties, I guess, treaties, yes. yeah,. So, yeah, so they're,
1: oh, yeah, they're not even a part of the USSR anymore. So they're not even Russia. They're just their own little nation. So they're yeah. just going in. They're not even like a big power. They're just tiny little. Only three million people. Technically, there's more than mutants than that. Yep. More than that died in Genosha. So, hmm, hmm. this does seem Indeed. this does seem pretty bad.
0: What is up with making these new mutants seem incompetent and irresponsible? in Don of X?
1: I don't know. I mean, it worked out in most of the Hickman parts of New Mutants, but.
0: It was like lighthearted I mean, and the silly it,
1: does it it's like Nebraska was a shit show,
0: yeah, it was
1: and now that seems green like into another one,
0: yes, we are, so they are like, we're going to Nebraska everyone's like, we're in Nebraska it. Yeah, boom, they're off. they fly off into the distance
1: and now we're gonna get the weirdest character designs in the entire You
0: You ready for some. Some Doug and Mondo action. Let's Doug do and Mondo action. We go back to the academia's habitat, the Saxon Alpha House. That's a mouthful. Um, we get Doug. Oh, house. <laughs> <laughs> we get Doug sitting around, hanging out. Is that a armor?
1: Yeah,
0: armor. Yeah, armor, and we get Mondo creeping in the doorway, essentially. And uh, what we get is. Uh, More or less armor... Not armor. Uh, Doug is like, yo, Mondo, you're just hanging out in the doorway with your shirt off for some reason, which is weird as fuck. (laughs)
1: Extremely.
0: (laughs) Let's talk about that. Why is he just hanging out? Is that cross-hatching?
1: Or is that chest hair? I'm having a hard time understanding. It's definitely
0: chest hair. They're trying to go for more texture.
1: So much fucking chest hair. (laughs) Yeah. It all goes away in the in the final panel towards the bottom.
0: Yes, yes, it's true. Um, but what's what's happening is uh, it looks like uh, Doug is kind of like testing. Something. He wants to jump, start something, and he's just like, "Yo, Mark, oh,
1: Reinovate the Kirkland, uh security system." Security, he's trying to yeah. find a way to upgrade it and communicate. Uh, in a way that keeps better access of all the people who are there so they can do a reverse analysis to see who's not and yes. kind of locate people.
0: Exactly. Um, and it's pretty interesting. I like, I like the concept, but he's just like, I, Yo. Like, I really like
1: how Doug is kind of a go-getter with this stuff. It seems like he's much more uh, proactive and less inept. Than, like, most of the captains and leaders of these teams. Yes.
0: Agreed. (laughs) He seems to know what's going on with Koko, at least, for sure. He Mm. could communicate better. He doesn't fucking start fighting out of nowhere. He's willing to go, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this. Figure this out. (laughs) I'll use use words. I know them all.
1: (laughs) All (laughs) right, we're done here. I fixed it. Cool. I fixed it. Cool. (laughs) I'm
0: out. Um, but it, yeah, he's like, yo, let me, uh, Mondo, you do your thing, hook up, hook up with, uh, Krakoa and help, help me out to help jumpstart this, uh, new security thing. And he's just like, no, hell do that no. Pass. Like he's cool like, do you
1: remember? I'll yeah, never let like, Krakoa inside me
0: again. again. <laughs> remember what happened? I talk about this a lot. This is, this is, this is my oh. thing now. This oh, is my whole geez. thing in Don of X. He's like, this is not happening. He's like, Yeah, he's like, (laughs) I would punch you in the face. And he's just like, I do. I do remember that you said you would punch me in the face. And I'm willing to abide by those rules. If you're willing to let me help you out. And uh, more or less, he's trying to, he's he's, he's coaxing him in. He's like, come on, come on. We need you. We need you to do this. And Mondo's like, I'm going to need. More than one punch. And he's just like, whatever. I just need you to do this. I'll let you do whatever. And Mondo's like, fine. And before he even says fine, uh, it looks like <laughs> Doug is inside of him. Almost. Yeah. Uh,
1: K- Krakoa just goes right or, into him. It's like in his yeah. chest. Yeah. It's,
0: it's so... interesting. It's weird. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, he allows Krakoa to kind of like get in there. And uh like instantly, he's just like, "No, the pain. I don't like this at all."
1: It's very strange. It? Like, his hairiness is so weird, and Doug's arm looks funny when he's pointing. <laughs> and Doug also has a little bit of a, an Im- an imagery that kind of feels like it's a pastiche of Johnny
0: Quest. Almost, I don't know what's oh, going on. Oh, <laughs> the hair! It's the hair that really makes it. Yes, you
1: see cool. the last the last page at that, that bottom panel where he's, like, looking right at you. He looks just like Johnny Quest. (laughs) (laughs) The the Venture Brothers Johnny Quest, where he's, like, older and, like, strung out. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, Bondo's not happy to have all that Krakoa inside him. He says it feels like snakes slithering around inside of his body. (laughs) And you see, like, the vines of, like, Krakoa, like, fading
0: out of him. Fading out of him, yeah. Even, like, burps something. Well, it's making him or he's it's like person he's person. getting gassy. Yeah, he's just because he's like, yeah, I don't that 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 felt weird. I feel like there's snakes inside me. I've been penetrated, and uh, he throws <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he regrets everything for sure. Although I do uh, appreciate Flaviano's uh, artwork on Mondo's gut in the third panel in this page. Man, look at that gut. This is a good guy. It's a good guy. Yeah, he's almost—he's almost ape-like in his design. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. It's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, but we cut two—a missing uh, persons uh, flyer. It looks like. Here? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, missing—missing uh, missing person: Natasha, uh, Taishi, Rapina. Thirteen years old, five foot three, hundred twenty three pounds, black hair, blue eyes, last known location. Sodovan Sodovaya yeah, Sodeva- yeah Street. Uh you know, somewhere in Carnelia. I'm not gonna try to pronounce that. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But this is pretty much a report on where she was last located, where she was saw where she was seen, uh, where her whereabouts were. Um, you know.
1: Their nine one one is eleven or one one twelve.
0: It is. It is. That's interesting. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, okay, I dig it. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, but pretty much making you assume this is uh, the uh, the person in question that they are in the search for.
1: Exactly. That's the one that they are hinting at and alluding that they're trying to re-engineer or reverse engineer the data in Krakoa to mm-hmm. suss out who this is and where where they were last seen and what how they can find them. But this is what they're revealing that their 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 info is all going to be
0: tied to. Yeah.
1: But this is it. We've never we've never heard about this person. There's been no prelude to this, so this is all new.
0: All new. All yeah. new. So dispatch. <laughs> who? who's this who this? um so we go back to russia and we're seeing a giant that that thing's kind of growing right it's huge it's huge in the background and we're seeing that the we're seeing one of the men just kind of complaining they're all like i lost three men i don't know what the fuck's happening i'm not going in there my men's not going in there you can go fuck yourself you can put me in jail take me to the gulags i don't give a shit i'm not going in there
1: don't get, don't get paid enough for this. Fuck not that. As as, you know,
0: not, remember that movie Annihilation? Yeah, that was, that was like interesting. That. It was a good movie. Yeah, it was fun. I told it. I get, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh, they kind of turn around, point their guns, and they see a sh- the ship fly coming down. The New Mutants ship and a giant shoom. And uh, pac Rat 2 swooping Pac-ratu. in. 2, yeah. <laughs> and uh they kind of come out of the ship hands up because guns pointing straight at them right mm-hmm. and uh it's it's weird they kind of get like a little bit of friction they're like we're, we're here to help we get boom boom freaking speaking some russian out of nowhere just like we're here to help we could we can stop this thing pretty much and then the the russian person's like pointing pointing their finger at, at her boobs like Pretty close to the boobs. He's doing that intentionally. I feel like you brought your people here. You did this. This is all you. Before the mutants, before the mutants, we never had these problems. And now we're having all these problems. Poke, 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 boob, boob, boob
1: i'm gonna just hit you with these fallacies <laughs> <laughs> and she's like trying to say like we're here to help you but if you poke me again yeah. but he backed out of that right away because he's like you know what I guess
0: if it kills yeah. you
1: then you're d- i don't deal with you if you fix it you fix it i win either way yeah. I, I i appreciate that man's will or understanding as a leader on how to make a good judgment
0: call <laughs> yes great judgment you call your veins because... exactly <laughs> um and uh, yeah so they go in they try to figure out what's happened everyone's confused they're all like where'd you learn russian why why did we not get shot right there
1: <laughs> and she would be a fence
0: fence yeah
1: on brighton beach she brighton only they beach. only spoke russian where she used to do fencing out of there where she was hawking stuff and being a grifter and mm-hmm. she tries to like cover it because Danny's like a fence. What do you mean? And she's like, a friend, a friend. I said a friend. Friend,
0: friend. <laughs> Did I say friends? Friend, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. friend, Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they go into the hangar, and uh, we get it's grown. Whatever this is, this shroud, this crazy nightmare, uh, this reality warping thing it is huge, right? And yep. uh,
1: definitely in devouring that entire facility.
0: Yeah. And they're, they they don't know what what's going on. They don't know what they're dealing with. Um, who I don't know who says this, but it seems off, off panel. Someone says it's a, as though uh, this mutant is rewiring the world around her. Um, I think Danny. You I think, think Danny's saying it. it. Yeah, because yeah,
1: she started talking to the panel before and was talking to the next one as well.
0: Hmm.
1: It seems like... This creature is in stasis, though. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's a, aware Pretty of what's yeah. going
0: on. That's Pretty, why we yeah. start at the
1: beginning with that fetal, kind of like a fetus, like kind exactly. of yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, um, we get magmas. It's like, what do we do? You want to fly in? I'll fly in. Let's go fly I'll go fly Uh, and, uh, Danny's like, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Give me, give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> and they're like, karma, karma. Let's get in there. Get in there. Get your mind powers. Do your thing. I saw you punch that thing up in space. Do the same thing, but like with love and with this weird thing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just
1: do it. It's going to work out. And all of a sudden it's
0: like, nope. Uh, She kind of taps in. She's like, all right, SSH, I have the login keys. I authenticated into the server. I'm inside her brain. And she's like, it's cool. It seems like she's asleep. And she's like, yeah, it's good. Oh, no, no, no. What's going on? Nope. What's happening? No. And, like, the whole... It seems the like yeah, she gets taken over. She gets consumed by whatever it is, right? And yeah, the
1: same weird, interdimensional, Lovecraftian Cronenberg shit that's floating around her now starts flowing out of Karma's face.
0: Yeah, out of her face, out of her mouth, vines everywhere, and it kind of grabs Dark, her and I
1: love how good the artwork is here, That's though. That's
0: good. Yeah, that is great. In the
1: panel before, and then right here, like, this is phenomenal. And this is very old school New Mutants. This is exactly the kind of shit they'd run into with uh, Legion. These kind of mind fucks. Yeah, exactly.
0: Very,
1: very harkening back to that art style. So I yeah. appreciate that. I mean, I just got some chops. I, I, hate, I hate to hate on it, but, I mean, you look no, at the bottom yeah, of he has page.
0: moments, for sure. Like,
1: look at the bottom of the page when the girl wakes up. Like, that looks really awesome. But then go to the top of the page and look at Danny's face when she's, like, talking to her. And you're like, oh, eh, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. her face looks like it's swollen, like she's got bad Botox surgery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, yeah, I dig it. I dig it. It does have its moments, for sure. But uh, yeah, she's 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 uh, she's being consumed. Chamber kind of rushes in. She's like, "Yo, you need to break out your, your connection and whatnot." And when that happens, it takes kind of takes over. Uh, chamber too, and he freaks out. He pretty much panics. He kind of uh, looks like he drops his thing, pulls and open his little, pulls scarf, up his, uh, scarf. <laughs> um,
1: releases his chamber ability, but it's like being impacted by the reality warping. So it seems like he's, he's like having a, like a breakdown. Yeah. Like it's consuming him too.
0: It's consuming him too. And he's having a break and I kind of like flickers and like, it almost hits. Boom, boom, and Danny. Uh, this makes Magma freak out, which causes her to kind of like rush up and jump into the fold. And that just, it's funny. She just instantly gets consumed, right? She just jumps yeah, in just and then it's just turns like, all, and all black God. and
1: everything and just, just floating there, <laughs> like splayed open. It seems to getting a little rough. It's like the, the end of Berserk over here. Like, what's going on? Right? <laughs> this is getting gritty. Oh my goodness. And everyone's just like, okay, well. What do we do? Because fighting it doesn't seem to work. I think Danny's done nothing. Boom Boom's done
0: nothing. <laughs> yeah. No one's doing anything. Uh, Danny. They,
1: they cancel she, that.
0: They say, shut this fucking plan down. We uh, got to rethink. <laughs> yeah. Rethink it. She's just like, I need to call in a lifeline. She calls Doug. Doug's all like, I don't, what is happening? What is going on? And she mentions that the, uh, it looks like she is overwhelmed, right? Overwhelmed. Uh Like everyone panicked. She panicked. We panicked. We all panicked. We fucked up again.
1: We um, come back to Johnny Quest saying, I got this, man. Don't I got
0: worry. this, yeah. Yeah, and she pulled him into a void, surrounding herself, is what he says. And he's like, do not go in. Do not go in. Uh, don't
1: approach it. Don't go near. They're all, they're, don't, do not sacrifice yourselves.
0: <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> They don't want him to yeah, because it's a reality, it seems like it's a reality warper, so that could your life could be destroyed in an instant <laughs> in that case. So he's like, Yeah, play play a little cautionist. You yeah. don't go in there. Um and uh he's just like I'm I'm gonna grab some reinforcements and uh uh make sure no one else gets uh, gets near it pretty much. And uh oh, what's what's this dude's name again? The forearm, the goro looking motherfucker. I always forget his All name.
1: I- I don't remember him. I, I, all I can remember is Jumbo Carnation, and I'm like, no, that's not him. Uh, that'd be dope, like they tore down. <laughs> right? We're on battle.
0: He's no, like, let's do it. <laughs> I don't
1: recognize him. I know he's a part of uh, the Mutant Liberation Front.
0: He's part of the MLF? Yep. Yeah. The clit? <laughs> I am the clit commander.
1: <laughs> but, uh... Oh, the, <laughs> Did they offshoot of the labia, the liberate? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh,
0: but uh, yeah, we get like a we get the team right. We get Mondo. We get a uh, we get armor. We get a Doug. They're kind of walking into the MLF's territory, right? Or I was
1: like, like I'll show you, and armor's like, no,
0: no, no. no. She's like, back off. And, uh, yeah, they walk in. They're all like, yo, yo, this is not New Mutants territory. Back off, son. And they're just like, not emergency. I'm coming in. I'm touching your things. Going into this door. They walk in, and they are met with Wildside, Fucking like, goddamn
1: Richard Gill. Louis Simonson in uh, Liefeld created him back in the day. He's Louis one of the many Simonson. wonderful characters that have the same... Fucking hairdo is Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Just like the reenvisionment of a beast, just mm-hmm. like Feral. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it goes on forever. Oh, and there's also nine different Wolverines, so. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, he's got the Wolverine do.
0: Great. He's got the Wolverine do. Uh, when's the last time you've seen him? Uncanny Avengers? I feel I know he-, he was in um but they're crisis um, uh because
1: he was the original one of the original founding members of the mutant liberation yes like uh strife because they were supposed to be the anti um x-force to cables x-force and all that and the new mutants were rebranded that's why they had beef with the new mutants because they they were always meant to be the antithesis to the new mutants the problem is and the issue with a lot of these characters is they're so weird, the old Lifefield Field characters in it. I get it. His powers are cool. He has reality warping powers in a sense. Yeah. When, it, Especially since he got upgraded when he has secondary mutation, they got more powerful. But I still feel like someone like Proteus
0: would probably be better here. I don't know. Yeah, I guess he's too busy, right? As oh, you're right. I guess he's
1: one of the five. Oh, damn. What's Jamie doing?
0: (laughs) Jamie's hanging out over in Camelot. Yeah. Uh, There's definitely better options, right? But it seems like you're trying to flesh out Wildside for some reason. They
1: have enough Wolverine stills around so they're like, we don't have to reuse too many art designs. We could just swap out their hair or their color palette. (laughs) I don't know. There's got to be a reason. I mean,. Are they trying to hold off on some of the more promising mutants? Or are they just... I don't know. They're testing
0: Washington it
1: out. Interesting.
0: They're like, like if, if Wild Side works, you know the Nasty Boys are going to work. Let's bring back the Nasty Boys.
1: Oh, Jesus. Or oh, we bring, like, uh, Sugar Man. All those weird Age of Apocalypse yeah. characters that crossed over. Yeah, let's get weird with it. No. <laughs> but I, I'm hoping this is just them say like, hey, you know, see what you can do with... Wild
0: <laughs> I guess I don't know uh, It's interesting though But here he is Like Clipping his toes Next to his sandwich He's gonna eat that sandwich Again too
1: The sandwich is almost Like a shade of green It is
0: yeah, it Not that, happening
1: I'm not like it
0: <sighs> But yeah 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 So uh It looks like Doug Is recruiting uh, Wild Right Needs Help needs his Help um, and he's like yo why don't you knock bitch why don't you knock
1: they made him a lot hairier than he normally looks too like he right? looks more like Wolverine it's very bizarre maybe that's weird. it it's the iconography it has to be it has to be they're just like people this is Wolverine I gotta read next to oh that's who Wild Side is <laughs> <laughs> What is the MLF?
0: <laughs> right? Um, it's, it's interesting. It's weird that Mew Mutants is becoming like this like late 80s, early 90s like, amalgamation of like all the things kind of being the new cleaned Mutants, uh,
1: Fucking Generation X, all those weird villains. Mew Mutants,
0: all... Generation F, MLF, all this, yeah. It seems like they we're consolidating almost. But it's kind of messy. It's hard. It's a little messy, right?
1: Plus, there's the whole age thing we talked
0: about that makes it confusing. Yeah, because look at Douglas looks 35 in this.
1: He looked older even earlier, and
0: Danny (laughs) can't settle on an age. She's
1: all over the place. So, (laughs) Chambers definitely (laughs) 50.
0: Let's check out Wildside's room. Let's see. He's got chips. He's got like pasta on top of the boombox. He's got like a bunch of cans. I'm assuming it's like alcohol related.
1: Oh yeah, he's living like he's a fallout character. Um, he's having yes. a great time. He's like a quest giver. You like show up to his hut and he, you just kill him and rob him and skip his quest anyways. It's pretty bad.
0: The <laughs> great look at this great synergy with Disney and Nat Geo with these ty- these Nat Geo magazines in the corner down here. You see him next to the Oh yeah, house? yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You can just see that fucking giant praetorial cat looking at you. I
0: see there. what you're doing, Disney. I see it. You're not fooling me. Marketing. Marketing. Uh, It's just an ad. Throw another ad on top of that ad. Who cares? It's going to drive you.
1: Throw another ad right on the Barbie. Cook it up.
0: But yeah, (laughs) here we are. It seems like New Mutants are getting Wild Side's assistance to help them in this endeavor. And that's where we end this issue. Denny, what did you think of this?
1: It felt like half the issue was good. And half the issue did have the new Mutants A-Team. So that makes sense. It felt like half the artwork was good and half the story was good. It was like a half issue. Yet, it had the length of a full issue. So I don't understand what happened here where they got away from that. Is it something to do with just the way the pacing went? I'm I'm having a hard time understanding what really hurt this issue the most. The only thing I could point to is just The funny artwork plus the need to just continue to add characters like Mondo and Chamber. I'm just, eh. I don't know. I can I can take Chamber, but Mondo is just the hardest one to sell. (laughs) And I get that he had his whole MacGuffin reason for being here, but still, at the end of the day, um, I don't know. This issue didn't leave me bitter like an Excalibur, but it did definitely leave me wanting more and feeling unfulfilled. Yes, I really agreed. wish they would have at least did more with meeting up with um Wildside and doing something with that. Maybe just yeah. first, instead of just ending on like it's a Wildside, and this is your cliffhanger.
0: Tease, okay. go buy another one, bitch.
1: Yeah, buy another one. Find out what not old man logan does. <laughs>
0: uh. It's weird. It's weird. One thing that really, 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 really frustrated me about this issue is Uh magic. In the earlier New Mutants, she was so immature, so sophomoric, so childish. And then we get her talking to Cyclops in this issue, like acting – she is a captain – acting like a fucking captain, acting super irresponsible, talking back to Cyclops and going – Nah, we got this under control. Bye, bitch. I'm not stepping in your sperm anymore. And that can conf- yeah. fucking frustrates me that she, her character's written like, like no one's paying attention to how her character's written. She's all over the place. Yeah,
1: she, she doesn't have this kind of narrative that frames her age and maturity properly. It kind of just plays around with, like, okay, she's chaotic and can do anything. But then for some reason, she's going to act a little more grounded and down to earth. Drawing her like that too Just really frustrated me Her (laughs) arm looked funny She would look just tall Like her clothes were shrunk Yeah I enjoyed the more younger magic Because it also added to the flair Of how awesome she was Because she's just this girl Who grew up in limbo And is battling with the fact that she's had to mature a lot more you don't need to draw her like a grown woman the fact she's mentally like a grown woman but plays off of her being younger in appearance makes that more of a unique character it's an interesting character trait to play off of that's why i I enjoy um vulcan because it's the same thing with him the shiar aged him up as a baby into an adult and but he's stuck with that mentality inside and that's an interesting character flaw hers is just a reverse appearance kind of thing where his was a physical appearance and ver- in reverse on the mental aspect, this is like an inverse to that, and it works good. It's just like with the century having the two yeah. personalities and so on and so forth. These character flaws are great when you kind of overlook them and iron them out. It hurts to the immersion of the character, but also the legacy of the character. Yeah. But yeah, I agree, that, that was one of my bigger problems, was, was I think, you know what, her, her just design, actually, I felt was the most egregious. Yeah, but you're right, that better. right here the writing is
0: rough too that was bad anything else that you liked It like stood out it was a, it was
1: a it was a pretty neutral issue in general the all the good and the bad kind of canceled each other out so i this is better but, than nebraska that's what i'll tell you i'll end it on that for me it was better than, better the
0: than new nebraska, nebraska yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah definitely it's definitely better than nebraska um, some of the character designs really do stand out. it's 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 weird. It's uh, uh it's, like
1: some it's, are really so good, and some are really bad. and that's what makes it so contrasting. Like some of the character designs are dope, and then some are really just pasty and funny looking and hard to tell because of the age it
0: progresses. So. yeah, um, I like the whole iconography of the reality distortion of this this person this character it's very we get like it seems like it's proteus's powers but we i get a lot of legions vibes from it for sure especially the cover yeah yeah which is cool Uh, i dug that i dug that i dug what Flaviana did with that but yeah man like little things like i still am thinking about it's like it's burned into my mind. It's Chambers' nose, man. Just his nose sticking out, like in that first <laughs> appearance that he makes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what's, what is this? This is too, like, real. You put too much detail on this this 30 year old teenager. Might be,
1: like, Luke Perry, like, trying to yeah. play a young guy.
0: Yes. yes. Chambers, Luke Perry. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm getting. I'm getting some weird uncanny valley happening. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's interesting. Which credit
1: due to Mondo's gut.
0: <laughs> Mondo's gut, man. I dug that. I did dig the, the fatness, likeness on his... Yeah, on his,
1: oh. his body reminds you of a Ren and Stippy character. There's like, they drew people like that. Like That's, yeah. that's why I that kind of almost ape-like appearance, because that's how they would draw like, really big, fat dudes in Ren and Stippy. They make them almost kind of gorilla-like. It's funny. Exactly, yeah.
0: Um... But yeah, that will do it for us this week for New Mutants issue number nine. Next issue we go into. What's next issue we go into? Uh, X Force believe, right? X Force.
1: It's either it X Force is... or X Calibur should be uh no, X
0: caliber. Is it X caliber nine uh nine? Yeah. No yeah, yeah. yeah. Excalibur
1: 9. You were just talking about that yesterday. You were you were, you were making some cringes about it. <laughs> ah. yeah. It's not good to leave, you know, a so-so New issue and dive right into Excalibur 9. I really wish it would have just been X-Force. <laughs> uh, I, need- I was looking for a win.
0: We'll get one one day, maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? I have faith
1: in X-Force, at least.
0: Yeah, I, I have Cal- faith
1: in X-Force. going to be torture.
0: Marvel, just give like uh, Percy some money to film like him without a shirt in his cabin in Minnesota. Yep. That would be fun. I'd just watch that. <laughs> <laughs> He's just
1: going to be chopping wood.
0: Chopping wood. <laughs> just just Wolverine I mean.
1: And like a cigar and like that yeah. Wolverine dude. But the <laughs> bad Wolverine dude from like the reshoots of X Men. Uh, X two, X two. Oh, oh! Uh, remember that scene where he's like interacting with the wolf, and they'd already had him cut his hair, so they had to bring him back and film that scene, and they put it in after the movie. And because of it, they had to like style his hair with a wig, but it was a Wolverine wig, and it looked way worse.
0: That's so bad. Yeah, I do remember that.
1: Yeah, get get, get Percy to get rock that. <laughs> that would be the greatest.
0: All right, let's see it, Percy. You heard, you heard it here. <laughs> you... Hate it. Yeah. Oh, but that'll do it for us this week, folks. Let us know what you thought of New Mutants uh, meets Gen X, meets a Mutant Liberation Front, meets like Leifeld's bastard children all combined <laughs> to one happy family. Let us know what you think about this. Do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you feel neutral about it? Um, yeah. But that'll do it for us this week. Remember, folks. Remember, the robots will kill you. So go read a life comic. Why not?
1: You got nothing left
0: to lose. Yeah, nothing left to lose. Why not? <laughs> uh,